Welcome to the Little Is Much podcast by School to the Nations with today's host, Pastor Randy Copeland. Welcome, everyone, to the Little Is Much podcast. My name is Randy Copeland with School to the Nations. In this episode of Running in the Wilderness, I want to talk to you about what happens when we seek and demand our own way. The question I have is, are you pushing through life, demanding your own way and in your own time? Our text today is 1 Samuel 8, 1-22. Our backdrop of the times was a generation and culture in transition from the days of the judges when every man did what was right in his own eyes. A great man of God enters the stage, Samuel, the time-proven prophet of God's people, faithful, devoted, and reverenced by God's people for decades. Israel's old enemy, the Philistines, were still a constant source of bondage, fear, and threat. So we start our journey in running in the wilderness in this new season of transition for God's people to hopefully learn our lessons well. And now, 1 Samuel chapter 8, Israel demands a king. There are at least three lessons in our wilderness to learn from Israel's mistakes. We will start with number one, seeing how God's people had forgotten their history. Let's focus on verses 1 through 5. And it came about when Samuel was old that he appointed sons judges over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second, Abijah. They were judging in Beersheba. His sons, however, did not walk in his ways, but turned aside after dishonest gain and took bribes and perverted justice. Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah, and they said to him, Behold, you are old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now appoint a king for us to judge us like all the nations. Notice, Samuel appointed. Then Samuel did it to his regret. We see the same pattern in 1 Samuel with Eli the priest and his wicked sons in the first four chapters. This is a sad commentary, but as great as Samuel was as a spiritual leader, he simply failed to deal with the moral issue in his family. Observation is this, when there is a lack of integrity in leadership in our daily lives, it creates free space for people to rise up for change, good or bad. Notice the impact these sons had for change in their generation. Samuel knew the stories of Eli and his wicked sons and simply had forgot his history and the outcome. We must not forget our own history. What about you and I? What lessons can we learn from our own past, family, and friends that can either influence us for good or bad? We must make a moral determination to seek God's will and not forget our past history. A.W. Tozer writes that religion lies in the will is a truth of belief. Not how we feel, but what we will determines our spiritual direction. An old poem states it for us, One ship drives east 
and another drives west with the selfsame winds that blow. Tis the set of the sails and not the gales which tells us the way to go. Moral determination is also seen in God's word as Daniel purposed in his heart and God honored his purpose. Jesus set his face like a flint and walked straight toward the cross. Paul determined to know nothing among you save Jesus. Let us then set our sails in the will of God. If we do this, we will certainly find ourselves moving in the right direction, no matter which way the wind blows. We must make a moral determination to not duplicate history that morally failed. We must master our history over and over again. Wise biblical leaders would use biblical history to guide their decisions. They knew that God always builds on what he has done before, such as Moses recounting history to God's people. Don't forget your past history. The second thing we see is God's people mimicking the world. In verses 4 through 9, we see, Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah. And they said to him, Behold, you have grown old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now appoint a king for us to judge us like all the nations. But the thing was displeasing in the sight of Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed to the Lord. The Lord said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in regard to all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. Like all the deeds which they have done since the day that I brought them up from Egypt, even to this day, in that they have forsaken me and served other gods. So they are doing to you also. Now then, listen to their voice. However, you shall solemnly warn them and tell them of the procedure of the king who will reign over them. Look closely at verses 4 through 5. All the elders, or spiritual leaders, came to Samuel, and they were not nice. If you study Samuel's life, you will see that he had been faithful to God and his people until the day of his death. Take special note. In verse 5, it says, You have grown old, not old in service or faithfulness and power with God and men. In fact, they are unkind, ungrateful, and unjust, desiring something new and restless. We might say it was his sons that got him in trouble. No, if you look at verses 5 through 7, they unmask their true motive and spirit. For they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. They wanted to be like all the nations, the world, splendor, pomp, glitter, and flash. Make no mistake of their motive. How do we treat older people in our culture? Samuel was a proven, solid, seasoned, wise, hardened saint, still walking with God. Samuel found his answer and relief in the power of prayer. Observe verses 6 through 7. But the thing was displeasing in the sight of Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed to the Lord. The Lord said to Samuel, Listen to the voice of the people in regard to all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. 
Why does God address Samuel in his prayers in regards to this issue of rejection? Think about it. How would you feel? God assured him that it was not personal rejection. Samuel was a man of prayer. He was also human. He felt and took the situation as personal rejection, but God answered him in prayer. Are we truly growing in our prayer life, experiencing the comfort, guidance, and power of prayer? Focus on verses 8 and 9 now. Like all the deeds which they have done since the day that I brought them up from Egypt, even to this day, in that they have forsaken me and served other gods, so they are doing to you also. God is angry with them. Here is the issue found in 1 John 2, 15-17. Do not love the world nor the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the boastful pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. The world is passing away and also its lust, but the one who does the will of God lives forever. Love not the world, meaning the spirit of the world. Are you and I mimicking the world and demanding our own ways, trampling over others' lives to get it? Demanding our own way, our timing, rather than prayer and trust? Listen again to God our Father. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Psalms 37, 1-7. And lastly, we see God's people demanding their own way. Focus verses 10 and 11. So Samuel spoke all the words of the Lord to the people who had asked him of a king. He said, This will be the procedure of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and place them for himself in his chariots and among his horsemen, and they will run before his chariots. Samuel told of the customs of the king. The people demanded their own way and their own timing. And if you'll notice verse 18, then you will cry out in that day because of your king whom you have chosen for yourselves, but the Lord will not answer you in that day. Whom you have chosen for yourselves. Haunting words. You want it? You get it. I'm not in it. You see, it was one thing to demand a king, but it was more costly for them to not wait for God to fulfill and fix the issue. A king was not necessarily the problem. See Deuteronomy 17, 14 through 15. God was angry at them because they took it upon themselves to choose and not wait on God's choice. Meanwhile, God is at work. In a small village called Bethlehem, a little boy is playing in the dirt. His name is David, totally hidden. And what was God's comment about him? a man after his own heart. This is the real issue. If the people would have sought the Lord through Samuel and prayed with him and waited on God to finish his work in David, in about 12 years, they would have their king to lead them by one that was after God's heart that God had appointed. Are you and I in a season of demanding our own way and time, trampling over people to get it, or would we dare pray, wait, and trust in the Lord? A kingdom was established among God's people then, 
but whose? Today's reflective worship song is Come and Rest by Mission House. The reason I chose this song is because God invites us in our wilderness to bring our troubles, bring our struggles, and bring our needs and come rest in His love. There's a town for while you're working. There's a time to put your hand to the plow. But can you hear Jesus is Thank you again for joining us today. If this message was encouraging to you and you think it would be encouraging to someone else, please feel free to share it with them. I'm Randy Copeland, and remember, little is much when God is in it. It is great if God is in it. For Him not forsake His own. Little is much when God is in it. There are still 4.7 billion people who have little or no access to the good news of Jesus Christ. If you would like to know more about how School to the Nations is working to get the gospel to the nations and how you can be involved, check out our website at sttn.org.